Hello, and welcome to the Matter of Drag podcast, a bi-weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded live in the same room with Rob, the Dungeon Master, Ben, playing Bernard Weissmith, the Half-Elf Warlock, Marty, playing Snake Eyes Stonefist, the Dwarven Rogue, and Mario, playing Raven Broodwing, your human cleric. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at Dragcast on Twitter. We're on the web at rattleboxgames.com slash dragcast, or you can email us at dragcast at rattleboxgames.com. In the meantime, welcome back to Eagle Watch as we continue to reveal the matter of drag. Previously on the Matter of Drag podcast, Larn, Raven, and Bernard were set upon by winged monsters known as Muiden as they headed into the town of Eagle Watch. Once they made it into the town, they started to meet and help the good townsfolk of the city of Eagle Watch with problems big and small. Most importantly, they met Fator Galu, the high cleric of the clerical college of Eagle Watch, who convinced them to help deal with the Muiden menace. Having dispatched a troop of sticky-fingered clowns, they are now completing their preparations as we rejoin them on the streets of Eagle Watch. <laughs> what do I know about Dito? Oh, you'd know. I mean, Everything. Dito, yeah, you'd know. Okay. You'd have a full understanding. Dito. Who's Dito? Why do you keep saying Dito? <laughs> it's a, you'd, you'd have that understanding, Yeah, it's too. a god. It's yeah. a god. And, and I'm an atheist. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it a fiery seems hand silly. reaches up from the ground, <laughs> crushes you. It, and, it always and, seems and, silly to me that there'd be any atheists in any sort of fantasy world where yeah, gods have literally been clearly. like, here, you can perform miracles on a daily basis by waggling your fingers and saying yeah. a couple syllables. Like, at that point, it's like, no, we, we've got evidence that God exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an atheist. <laughs> I make fire appear. You sure? <laughs> Dito is not just the god of fire, but the god of dragons. They oh, call it the deep that Dito. That oh oh Dito. <laughs> yeah. All right, now I get it. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, so I'm gonna uh, follow you guys. All right. Okay. All right. All so right. we're we're going now. All right to Super. the temple. All right, you arrive at the temple. Who's a cute little pig? <laughs> the temple's at the point, right? I gotta make this guy a leash. What's that? The temple? No, that's actually the uh, the the residence of the Lord, the Lord's um, Manor, the Lord and Lady. Um, the Lord and Lady. <laughs> you arrive at the temple. It is a, a stone building, which is unusual for the town. It has some some sort of flame colors, very warm colored accents, reds and oranges. That's some nice stonework there. Yep. Once again, I would know that. Yep, Lord, Lord. Picking up. Yeah. Gotta that. be a dwarf or dwarf, not a dwarf. <laughs> gotta be dwarf. <laughs> gotta be Stephen Dwarf. Yep, you're... you dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, it's there. The entrance is flanked by two braziers with coals burning brightly. Even in the morning light, they are still discernibly bright and warm. And I you remember. can enter if you'd like. The door is open. I remember what happened last time, so I'm gonna stay outside. <laughs> <laughs> is this the same place? No, no, it's a different place, but oh, I'm but like, it's... I'm not trusting any arcane no, that, that was like places. stone, like just rocks. This is hewn, crafted, architectural stones. I'm going to stay outside and just study the stonework <laughs> as a connoisseur. All right, yeah. We're so walking shall in. we go in? Yeah, let's walk in. He's going to stay outside. He's got a phobia of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You walk in. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> uh, once again, you feel significant warmth. 
as you walk two abreast into the temple, you're both relatively close to those braziers, at which point, if you were blind, you would know because there is uh, discernible heat. And you enter, and it's a large open space. At the front, there are uh, two ceremonial braziers. You'd have, especially since you have a cleric with you, he'd have some knowledge that, uh, that at the front, at the altar, there is a ceremonial brazier. One of them is sort of weathered and clearly old and has a, a larger fire than those burning in the braziers outside burning in it and the other is new and nice and uh whereas it's clear that there's there have been the preparations made for a fire there is not one burning in it at this point as you enter you're approached by a woman in robes so clean so bright so stately that you'd have a hard time being convinced you'd have advantage on any roles from anyone who tried to tell you that this wasn't the high priestess and as it turns out she introduces herself as none other than tan the high priestess of this temple of dido of the deep flame can i point out one more thing about this temple yes yeah. yes please behind the altar behind the the braziers at the front there's very difficult to miss the fact that there is a dragon skull. A dragon skull that... How tall are you, uh, Raven? I'm only 5'7". How tall are you, Bernard? Uh, Weren't you like 6'3"? Like He's very tall for a six one. Okay, Raven, you have the feeling that you could walk through this open mouth of the dragon skull without having to duck your head. So it's a it, ginormous it a dragon skull. A large, open-mouthed dragon skull behind the altar. Now... Uh, Tan comes up and introduces herself as just that Tan, the high priestess of this, the Eagle Watch Temple of Dido, of the Deep Flame. <laughs> the Deep Flame. Of the Fleep Flame. Of the Flippity Dibbity. The Floopy Flop. I am. Anyway. <laughs> she says, Sup, babes? <laughs> right, she what? doesn't say that. I love this lady already. <laughs> she she does best. not say that. I'm sorry. So colloquial. She. she <laughs> Yeah, she says, I'd like to bring some rustic charm. No. Um, she greets you and and uh, asks how she is the priestess can, can help you. Uh, well, you see. <laughs> yeah, we've got this guy. We're just, look, I've, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to lie to you. And we've been doing this a while, and every time we try to lie, it doesn't work, and it doesn't even really make sense why we try. So, here's what here's the deal: we know we know this guy named named Talus. Uh, you Ar- know Talus? Arlus? Arlus? <laughs> Talos from from the I'm, actual rule books? Look, I messed up your. I had malwort last night. Sorry. Oh, oof. Yeah, I feel you. So. Hey, hey Bernard. Yeah. You want to class it up a little bit? <laughs> Am I supposed to? We're in front of a high priestess. Should I be classier? You can be as, you can be however you want. She she seems like a very patient woman and she has not <laughs> she has not um, she's not shown any displeasure with you so far. Okay. So Arlus, as you know. She does know Arlus. Yes. Are you a fan or she explains that she's had very few dealings with him. She considers this whole town to be sort of under her spiritual protection. Oh, that's good. And yes, she certainly bears him no ill will. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't bear you any you ill will. You know what? Will. 
Turns out, uh, you just get this feeling coming off her. If she bore someone ill will, they'd be real clear. Oh. They'd be real <laughs> clear on that. You just you don't know how and I or why. I don't feel Ill, any ill will from her. You don't. And you know yet. what? You're like, this feels good. This feels good. I could I could ride this wave. <laughs> All right. Not so, having her wrath. Yeah. So okay. Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> he wants to convert. Good news, right? Excellent news. And, Always welcome another soul into the fold. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's all, that's all I've. It's almost all I got. Is I mean, the, I just the, wanted to the, let you know he's a he's been real nice to us. He's a good guy, you know. If the flame with the most fuel burns the brightest, and I would be happy for him to come and join the light of Dido. So, uh, <laughs> she says, while well, you're here, I, uh, uh, I flip over and my legs do that thing where they're pointing straight up. And uh, she, she's, she, I that, anime flip. This is good. She just says that she could use a hand. She, you know, she, she actually, here's what she does. After she explains to you that she'd be happy to have Arlus come join the light of Dito. And, you know, she mentions that she doesn't know why he hasn't come talk to her himself but she doesn't care how people find their way into the light as long as they do and she points out if he comes and talks to her that that's all that will need to be done uh, except maybe the the scourgifying uh ritual of of initiation uh but but you know just don't minor, mention that minor thing yeah yeah maybe Maybe you let me mention that. Yeah, I'm that's, not gonna. I don't. What are you talking about? Right. Um, that's something to downplay. Wait till you you have his money already, and then you tell him. <laughs> she, she. Um, I'm not in there. So, no. she says, I don't remember seeing you around. You wouldn't happen to be the three people I I talked to Farmer Hay about. Oh, well, I couldn't know that, but I probably, uh, honestly, you... <laughs> probably, <laughs> it's probably us. Uh, well, there's only two you, of us. Did you talk? But you saw the other guy. Did you talk to Fedor Galu about helping the town? We did. Yeah. He's the Please. high cleric. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. You know, I don't want to keep you away from that important work for a minute longer than I have to. But my understanding is that you have a set of skills that's unusual. And I have, as the high priestess, an issue that's unusual. We are looking to sanctify the new brazier that is the altar of the temple. But I need someone to ignite the flame, and they can't touch it. They can't use any normal means to do so. I touch my nose with my finger. Okay. And I look at Raven. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what he's trying to hint that I can't do. You can't set no, things. No, no, I can't. no. It's like no, you he can't said use you can't use tinder. normal You means. can't oh. uh, use a fireball. You can't use. You can't use a match. You can't use a match. You can't. It's got to be. Know if matches exist. It's got to be magical. You, you use burning much. hands just directly into it. Yeah, <laughs> but they, but yes, they need. It needs to be lit, and it, it can't be by any normal means. But they can't without they can't sanctify it. This is one he could do right now without any of us having to go anywhere. Yeah, I love it. He I love just it do when it. quests I can just accomplish them right away. Well, not me. I'm not. I'm just hanging out playing with my pig. So there you go. That's that's it. That's just, you that's just need to said. ignite a thing. Is there a specific, is there like a specific day that needs to be happening, or is it now? 
The flame burns always and the flame burns everywhere. <laughs> and she's like, she checks her calendar. She pulls out her phone. She's like, psh, 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 swipe, 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 swipe. Nope, we're good. <laughs> Google says we okay. can do it anytime we want. <laughs> I think we're open. I think we're good. You we know available? You know what's funny? One, <laughs> one of the gods is uh, G-O-G-L-E-D, Gogled. Uh. But it does sound, okay, Gogled. Um, <laughs> okay, Dito. She says, and uh, anyway, gogled.com. Hey, Tom. Yes. I could go and I can, I can ignite your brazier for you. That would be, that would be wonderful. I can't thank you enough. He's all like, I got you, babe. But before you thank me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Twist. Yes. You just, yeah. Go on. What would it, what would be in it for me? You know what? I thought we knew that already. Oh no, he's doing, he's, he's, he's. Yeah, this, he's this is playing D and D. This I is Raven. It. No, no, I know. I'm just, I just, I'm like, wait, she's, we're doing this, so she'll do something for us. You know I think that's well, funny. It's like, he doesn't. yeah, we're getting something else. I love it. But, but you're like, that's be, not enough for you to help this random dude. To be Whoa, fair, he could do that on his own. True. All of this no, stuff. No, I think where... it's it's freaking awesome. That's my point. Is you're like, screw that guy. I want to know what's in it for me. That's great. All the stuff we're doing is for you. <laughs> So this far. is true. Right. This is true. All of it is right. for your armor. All... Right. And I just hung out outside. I'm like, you guys can handle this. <laughs> and we can handle this. All right. So she says, um, well, right now, most of our power has to be focused on the defense of the town, which this temple will be no small part of the force that attempts to keep this town safe. The old brazier, the old altar, will be decommissioned. But... It has still been blessed and sanctified, and actually through its years of service. That is a precious, precious piece of steel, and I would be happy to pass it on to you. The applications that it could be used for, if you reworked it, are many, and it could have some incredibly useful effects. Oh, you could put, like, handles on it and have, like, a, a shield that protects you from fire or something. So what she's saying is, if you Magic have this shield. reworked into something else that metal it would not have lost some of the properties of it being a holy item so this this could be reworked into something and it's only druids that can't touch metal is that right it's not clerics okay i just wanted to make sure that he didn't get like a terrible gift i forgot druids couldn't touch metal. (laughs) Uh, unfortunately you're a vampire too and it kills you no um (laughs) you didn't see that on your sheet <laughs> the little thing next to a vampire. Uh, so yeah. All right. I guess. Okay. What do you do? Um. So I walk up to the altar. Mm-hmm. Very dramatically. Okay. Wave my fingers. Yes. Form them. Thumb okay. to thumb. Mm-hmm. And cast burning hands. All right. You cast burning hands. Burning hands. And, and bro. And shoot several Bernie Sanderses out of each finger. (laughs) (laughs) uh, What we're going to do here? (laughs) What's interesting is uh, the moment that the fire ignites in the pristine new brazier, the fire in the other one goes out immediately. Immediately. And you can tell, uh, whereas it had been glowing red, the metal, it is clear that two things are interesting. One, it appears to be cool to the touch. There's no you know, distortion of the air above it as there is above the other one. And uh, two, there's no fuel in this that had been burning so brightly. So just interesting. Way to go, Raven. I was just thinking, can you 
light something on fire with thaumaturgy? Um, no. I can alter flames. You're right. No. Oh. Actually, you could. You probably could still accomplish that then, because you could alter you the could flames move to move so it's it lights late. the other it's one. Not, it's yeah. not like that. And it's It's done. as minor. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I could make him flicker, or I could, like, change the color oh, of it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's like parlor magic. There you go. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. You made a good call. She's not someone to try and, you know, play three-card Monty. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's not her. What do you mean? Like, if I kept on pushing it? No, I just mean... If you had done... You if you tried to oh. fool her with, uh, with uh, your parlor tricks, she might have gotten a little less soft with you guys. She asks if, if there's anything you'd like done with it. I assume that you're staying at the Six Banks Inn if, you're, if you've met Arlu's. Yeah. I, we could have it sent there. We could have it sent to, to one of the, the armors or... Is there anything you'd like done with it? Would you like it? Do you want it? Um, yes, I would. Okay. Um, as to where I want it or what what done with it, send it to a blacksmith. I'll okay. decide with it later. All right. So she, um, after some discussion, she realizes that you have some familiarity with Morthul, and she has it sent over there. Do you want anything done with it in particular? Mace, uh, knife, uh, I don't know. Armor, helmet. Nice hat. Armor, helmet, uh, shield. Shield. Um, Gauntlets. You have a I guess a shield. Yeah. Shoes. Shield would be good. Okay. Right? He's got a mace. He can do that with one hand, right? And then yeah. shield with and the other shield. one. Although it probably means you can't cast when you're doing that. Depends. If he gets it made into a buckler, he can cast spells. But if it's any larger shield, then he has to actually physically hold it with his hand. Hmm. Okay. Like a tower shield. Yeah. Okay. Tower, heater, kite shield, any of those. But a buckler attaches to your forearm, and then your hand is free. Hmm. Ah. Pretty yeah. sneaky. So yeah, what do you want? What do you want done? How um, big is this thing? It's pretty beefy. Because I mean, if he's getting a buckler, he might have enough metal left over to make something mm-hmm. else for himself too. Yeah. Well, Just can I? Can, she she looks at you and she says, "Friend, and we don't know what your god is, do we? No. You, you know what?" You are of the light. Mm. I mean, you could go Dido. Um, the other gods that would make sense would be just D. Um, maybe mm, Ukad, which is the god of the stars. Uh, dragons, flame would be the ones that would make the most sense to me. Storm. Well, Storm is something different, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, uh... Time, river, underrealm. Dragons, beasts, water, flame, wind, earth, wind, fire. Let's go with dragon <laughs> for now, I guess. Anderson, um, prefer- oh, uh, all right. So, so then she's like, wait, you're one of us? <laughs> so basically, this is a, a temple to the same god that you worship, as it turns out, Ludothunk, which makes a certain amount of sense, actually, that ties things back in. I didn't want to decide your god for you, mm-hmm. but that then means that... You've just done a service for your god that he's going to be very happy about. He's not going to be dissatisfied. It means that we could have the clerical college also be Dito, the temple of Dito, your Dito. It's all a neat little thing. She points out, brother, can I make a suggestion? I'm further down the path than you are. Uh, I notice you have a mace. Can I tell you something? By the way, I say, can can I tell you something? I say that a lot. As as, <laughs> as non-player characters, she says, "Let me tell you something." 
That's a garbage mace. Uh, if you are going to be wielding that mace to defend this town and the honor and the will of Dido, maybe you should see if Morthul could could uh, spare some of that metal to craft you a mace that is worthy of someone who's got such a noble purpose. I guess. I mean, if, you, <laughs> if that's what you, what you suggest. Oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she she basically uh, she's done talking to you guys. She's got other things to do and other places to be. She actually says, as she sort of just turns and walks away. It's, it's not these aren't long goodbyes. She's just like. I will see that it's done. Bye-bye. She's gone. Um, and she, as she's walking away, she says, I thought the dwarf wanted some uh, alchemical stuff, but guess not. <laughs> and um, you guys walk out and the doors close. I thought they were just going to, like, <laughs> deliver that stuff for us. That's what I thought the other guy was saying. No. Well, that's why. No, you didn't uh... talk about it, so it didn't happen. I can't go I into these places. They tricked me with the last one into thinking I was going to get electrocuted. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on them. That's they fun. did that. Yeah, I'm just. I, I forget. I don't know. Uh, that's I, we go bad. out there and we just go out there. We're like, that's fine. Well, that was a that was a nice meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that went well. I'm gonna give you good. Nice. You just you did good for your god. Oh, thank you. So you get a point of inspiration. So what are you gonna do? Where to next, guys? Are we like gonna handle these? things now on the cliff mm-hmm. i well, still gotta get all our supplies why like don't we the, okay alchemical can... ingredients <laughs> yeah where's that coming from i don't know i mean that priest guy said you know you, you said you wanted like it. potash or something no 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 i need salt peter yeah you okay and black powder yeah where's that coming that's from i don't know the guy never told me where we get it from you said you were gonna go to the temple and talk to ton about it that's what that's what uh, Fator Gallu told you, but I you... Do, I did, do have that written down. Did you guys talk to this lady about that? <laughs> oh, is that what we were supposed to do? Do you want to go in there? You can go in there. She said Was that it going to electrocute me? No, 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 no. She Are said you that sure? you need to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call, Raven. Are you sure it's not going to electrocute you? I'm did, sure. If you didn't it's have not going to electrocute Lord Winston Lee either, right? No. Well, we could keep an eye on him out here. A pig in there? I don't know. That's a great idea. All right, I guess I trust you. With Alcohol, I'm not gonna eat him. <laughs> Fine. All right. I play with the. I'll pink. hand over the piglet. <laughs> All right, you go in. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in. Okay. Uh, and I didn't get electrocuted. So, so Barry, <laughs> Barry's there, and he's. Uh, Who's Barry again? No one. You know yet. He's he's just there. He's got a name tag on it. Says, "Oh, okay. Hi, my name is." Barry. <laughs> I was like, oh, we must have met Barry before because we nope. know his name. Nope. So, yeah. Just, you see a guy uh, named Barry. He's sweeping. And no, and, and, and like behind him, behind him, you see uh, some some guys. They're uh, acolytes giving acolytes. So they're, boy, this is a really <laughs> nice brazier. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> boy, I really think so, too. It's so nice and uh, heavy. Yeah. Good thing. Uh, and and they're they're taking the old uh, altar out by the side door in the background. Uh, I'll walk up to the guy who's sweeping. Hey there, uh, Barry. That's your name, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, how can I help you, sir? Uh, Phaeton Call Girl sent me over here to to pick up some some alchemical supplies oh, for can, making bombs. I, 
Well, you can. You want to go to the store? Do I have to go to a? He told me to come here. Yeah, we sell that stuff. Don't. But you know what? You know who we don't sell it to? People who hit the mic stand with pens. They lose hit points. <laughs> what can I? Yeah. What? What do you want me to sell to you, sir? I don't know. I need stuff to make bombs, like black powder. I don't think bags. we've invented black powder in this world. <laughs> I imagine they would have. You think? Okay. If you say so, let me go look in the store. <laughs> oh, look. Here's some black powder. It's a small keg. That works. How many you got? One. A small keg. I mean, I don't want to get too particular here with you, sir, but A usually means one. All right. How much? Um, Although I kind of feel like the city should be picking up the tab for this, considering this is being done to save the city. I don't understand what you're talking about, sir. I just sweep the floors. It'll be, uh, let me check the price book. I I telepathically try to link with, or sorry, I, I telepathically try to link with, uh. Lauren. Yeah, that's Lauren. fine. You're close <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, you should just ask for time. She's great. She's great. Just All asking right. for time. This guy seems like, from what I can hear, <laughs> go back, go back to goes. playing with my pig. Out the I mean, your pig. Sorry. <laughs> oh. uh, so he points out that. Uh, oh, okay. Here, I found it. I found it in the ledger. That's um, it's three gold pieces, sir. All right, here you go. I'm gonna hand him the three gold pieces. Right. He takes them. He he puts them in a box, on the counter, and uh, says, uh, "Dito, be with you." Is that a donation box? No, sir. Oh, do you have a donation box around here? Oh, of course, sir. It's a church. Come on. Okay, where's the donation <laughs> box then? It's over by the door. I feel like I got to lead you on. So, I, you know, I'm basically the janitor. Um, yeah, it's over by the it's over by the door, sir. All right. Oh wait, I think I turned into the boy. I think I used to be a little squeakier a few minutes ago. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'll grab the the small keg of black powder, and uh, when I go to go out the door, I'm gonna. Put a couple more coins in the Aww. donation box. Hmm. Well, that's nice. The, as you do, the uh, the flames by the door and in the al- the new altar at the front both leap up nice. impressively. Luckily, uh, you're holding the keg of powder in front of you, <laughs> not to your side where it would have exploded from the additional <laughs> heat. Whew. Whew. That would have been bad. Kind of dangerous place to keep explosives. Right? I know. <laughs> Wouldn't right. made any sense. All right. So you, you got a cask of uh, black powder. Sounds good. All right. What's up, dudes? All right. I got the uh, I got the explosives. Oh. Where do we want to go now? Well, we got a, now we got a cascade. So I guess oh, we, oh, yeah. oh, we nice. can cascade now. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Where, where so you going? I guess we'll go back to the inn and go to the inn. Talk okay. to Arlus. All right. So you go to the inn. Uh, your trip there is uneventful, and as it happens, Arlus is behind the counter, and he he says, "Welcome back." I don't remember what I sounded like, but welcome back nonetheless. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, I don't so, think your voice is any different. Don't worry about it. Talk to Tan. Oh, she's cool. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, you can just go. <laughs> she's well, yeah, cool for I a think, fire chick. Yeah, I think she's cool too. But also, she said you can just go talk to her whenever you want. About converting. Oh, one, like... It's Whenever. like now. You could go there now if you wanted to, but don't go there just yet. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Just whenever that's, you want to. I'm still, I'm still on shift, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. No, great. Works that's for good us. to know. Whenever you got a good time, you know, you know she's uh, willing to talk to you. She said it'd be perfectly fine. She'd love to have you in the congregation. Really? Yes. Oh, that's good news. I just it's weird because he wasn't there, but he's right. <laughs> I just make it up. <laughs> I didn't say that part. I'm gonna say that back into yeah. your mind. Like, I just, I just make it up. I hope that's right. Yeah, you're, you got it. Oh, um, good. I, I figured you guys would have come out like looking pretty upset if yeah. it wasn't that, you know. Yeah. So, so he expresses his gratitude, and he actually palm-sized metal, sort of silver-colored metal medallion, emblazed with a lamp and a cup. And he explains to you that this is his seal of the Order of Amity. And with it, you guys can claim a meal and a night's sleep from any innkeeper. Basically, almost any innkeeper. They have to be a member of the Order of Amity. He just gave us a gift certificate. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it keeps going. You don't have to exchange it. So, like, if you just, like, boop. Like, it's oh, bad. Oh, okay. okay. So, so you guys are... It's like the, 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 the tea guys in... The Last Airbender, Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you've ever watched that, I have. Yeah. Why did you say <laughs> then like the Bender? The... <laughs> oh, oh, ben hasn't, but Ben Art has. Yeah, I, Ben's really I don't know what you're talking about. Ben, yeah, I've done it. I've it. It's great. On uh, the one with the ice, the, those guys. He expresses his gratitude, and you can tell there's a little spring in his step. Uh, basically, he also just explains like he's not great at talking to women. And there's something, like, you guys get, like, if you're nervous around women, this is a very powerful woman. And it's not ridiculous that you could find yourself a little tongue-tied. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I understand. You just go do it. Close your eyes. She's fine. She's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It takes a lot. And, yeah, once again, he's just uh, glad to have that, that connection made on his behalf. All right. So, uh, hey. What you do now, dudes? Well, but wait. Did he... Is he going to offer Ian a job? Or oh. is that oh. an unspoken... Sure. I, 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 I'm I, as good as my word. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy. Uh, send the boy over here, or, you know, next time I see them, uh, I'd be happy to. Can we get, like... Can we get that in writing? <laughs> we gotta, we're trying to go quick now. <laughs> is he going to need Farmer Hay to come and write you it for him? You know where Farmer... I go outside. <laughs> farmer Hay! Hey! <laughs> he's, he's a notary public. <laughs> hey, hey, my name, or hey to get my attention. Both. Oh, good. Uh, well, yes, how can I help you boys? I just happen to be in the neighborhood. Well, we need you to write... Uh, what, what is this Yeah, note. we need to notarize a, <laughs> an intent, a letter of intent to hire... At an inn, if if possible, I of course I I'd do that for you boys. Oh, that's uh, right. oh, so no. he, once again, he spends a couple minutes uh, writing something up uh, after he talks to Arlus about you know what's going on. So yes, it basically it just says that uh, he'd be happy to have have E come on as an employee, and then he signs it after Farmer Hay is done writing it up. All right, cool. I was afraid that was going to end in a favor. Yeah. It didn't. <laughs> hey is good for that. No, he's 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 a good guy. Yeah. Thanks, Hey. You, you bet. You're all right, Hey. I'm gonna yeah, go over whatever. and shake his hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll slip some more money in his pocket. Uh, uh, hey, you know take, make sure you take your wife out for a nice dinner. <laughs> you know what he says? You know what? Thank Dito 
the other day you said to do that, and I, I found a small fortune. <laughs> do you know what? We were able to go out and buy food that we didn't cook. It was almost magical. Have Good you made, times. There, do you know what we ordered? And I shouldn't admit to this sort of luxury. We had chicken. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You're living high on the hog there. Wow. I guess it's good. So, so yes, he, he appreciates that. He, he uh, wishes you well and, uh, and makes his way off. Uh, so you've got the letter. You've got the yep. uh, badge of the Order of Am- Amnity, which it turns out um, is actually made of nickel. It's not hard to tell once you're holding it. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. What now, dudes? Now we gotta go see <laughs> Farmer Mokin. Farmer Mokin. Okay. Just get get it dead. All right. So you you head over to Farmer Mokin. Your noses come alive as you approach her house, <laughs> redolent with the heady aromas of uh, better hold on to that ammonia. <laughs> and I've got, I've got Lord Winstonly kind of tucked into my shirt, so his head sticking out of the collar of my shirt, <laughs> <laughs> like I've got two heads. Excellent. All right, there you are in front of her house. We knock. Excellent strategic choice. Yeah. Uh, Hello, boys. She says when she answers the door. Hey, Farmer Mokin. Uh, We've got a letter of intent to hire from Arloose about E. Here you go. Oh, bless your little souls. I also see you found a little friend. I know. Did you give me him? Because he's fantastic. I love him. Her eyes twinkle, and she says, oh, you know, maybe a little. Say hi, Lord Winstonly. Squeal, squeal, squeal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, once again, she uh, she doesn't have all the time in the world uh, because she's trying to fight back a pack of uh, pigs from who are trying to get out the door as per usual. But yeah. she says, I understand that you boys are going to be helping us out, Farmer Hay mentioned. And... Um, if if you need any supplies, you just let me know. I can see to it that you get some food that'll set you on your way. All right, but no bacon. That's kind of what she does. <laughs> I can work around it. I have connections, you know, a little one hand washes the other. All right, so now we're going to need D. She just needs to get out. We're just going to take her over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we. this is where you and I, when you talk about just taking and uh, my daughter. I think Dee should stay here and we'll go and talk to Morthal and uh, Morthal can get dressed up in his, you know, his finest and come over and uh, it's just here's an extra do what trip. he needs to here's, do. Here's what I'll tell you. We don't have to come back with that him. Morthal's That's a good true. boy and my girl says that she's smitten and if the two of them come to an agreement, I would be happy for him to be my son-in-law. Chalk up another win for the stone fist matchmaking service. Excellent. And pig analysis. Yes, and pig analysis services. And that'll see. That'll see. Right. Can we get that in writing? Or No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) We'll just go. We'll just go. go. All right, so uh, letter of intent to marry her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I can Hi. I just go out on a limb here and guess that you might be going to Morthul? Oh, oh, actually, I figured we'd go back to the inn and sleep. I'm just kidding. What time <laughs> is it? Is it like 10 a.m.? Like we're yeah. I mean, it's, good it's you guys are you guys are boom boom yeah. boom knocking. You stuff weren't out. kidding when you said cascading. We're cascading. <laughs> yeah, you just do it. You end up. Uh, it's not too far to get to. Uh, to getting our exercise into and 
And he greets you there and says, Hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. If I remember, I've got a gruff voice just like you. You do? That's right. We sound yeah, pretty similar. We sure do. It's going to be great. You know what? Can I tell you something? What can you tell me? If there were some people listening to us, I bet this would be a little difficult for them because they can't see which one of us is talking. Probably, but that's what makes it great. I love it. Glad it's just the four of us. Well, I see five of us. We should start a guild, the Gruff Voice Society. (laughs) Oh, you don't? You know what the first rule of the Gruff Voice Society is? Don't talk about Gruff Voice Society without talking in a gruff voice. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't get it. Anyway, uh... (laughs) I assume that you talk to him about this situation and let him know, and he says... Blah, 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 Farmer Moken, D loves you, blah, blah, blah. It's all good, buddy. <laughs> all right, and he actually explains to you that uh, he has in, in the back the brazier altar from the temple, and that he's going to... Uh, what? The altar? You guys... <laughs> huh? What? what? Nah, you don't got to worry about it. Don't all right, about it. okay. And he explains that, uh, that he's going to take Trug. care of you guys. But he definitely, since since you talked to him last, it's about almost exactly twenty four hours. Not a lot's changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, you got you got to take time. Yeah. So, you can't rush good artwork. That's the truth. So he, um, yeah. So he explains to you that he's going to get on this stuff for you. He's going to push you ahead of some existing orders. I'm going to push you ahead of some existing orders. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're you're a good guy. You know that. Well, I know you guys are in from out of town. And uh, I just want to make sure you guys have been real good to me and to our town. Oh, uh, I mean, also, we're going to be killing all the movie dead, so please. Be yeah, well, that's, be good. What, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wish I wish I had the sword done for you now, but, you know, it takes a long time to make a sword. You know what? We don't have um, electric machines that do things like uh, yeah. sand. You're like uh, sanders to sharpen blades. Yeah. It's a lot of time on that wheel. Just you need more. Do you need help? Um. Well, you know what? I I've got a, a fetch quest which could send you to six other people before you resolve it. How about we talk about that? I probably Money won't do it. <laughs> what Money I need you to do? Idea. We need to find a wizard that can then use magic to power machines for him that can do these sorts. I need of you to go to the capital city. Before the full moon, and I need you to talk to uh, the ferry boat captain's niece. I want you to ask her to give me a vial of unicorn tears, which I'm going to use to... No, actually, guys, I'm cool. I don't mind doing the work. All right. Well, thank you. Oh, you guys are the best. We try. Hey, you know what? Could you do me a solid? (laughs) Yes. Maybe. That'd be great. Could you go and um, keep things from coming and eating me in my sleep? Oh yeah, we're, you know, yeah, we can do that. We yeah. got you. I, I we got your back, buddy. Uh, is there like, is there any gear that you guys are legit like, super, like really short on? I got a couple of things. I mean, I can't afford to give you the whole shop. I have to eat, but what kind of stuff you got? I mean, I got a couple like some daggers, some arrows, whatever. I guess I could take a couple more daggers just in case I needed to stab more things. <laughs> I don't think I need anything. Unless yeah. you got something magical that improves my constitution and or dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> I could make some springs that go under your shoes. And nah, I don't it. think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got any burlap bags and maybe something I can use as like a wick? Sure. He gives you some sacks and some rope. Perfect. Uh, 
I partly, bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I uh, partly expect you to, like, take one of those burlap sacks and, like, use it as, like, a baby Bjorn for your <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm going to make a little baby Bjorn for my piglet. Okay. Because I can't leave him behind. Oh, no, he's coming. Right. He's going to come and he's going to experience battle so he can level up with us. So oh, he be can be casting, a level two piglet. I'll be casting... Uh, what is that? Armor of shadows on him. <laughs> Armor of piglets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. There's literally just like a mirage of piglets floating around. So it. right now, that's been cast on yourself, and it's been cast on, uh, what, what, I have to Lord Winston Lee Stabbington the, the third. third. Yeah. Winston Lee is Winston Lee. <laughs> w i n s t a n l e i g h t. Oh jeez. Stabbington, the third. Winston Lee, and then Shakespeare, and uh, and and uh, Morthal says, "And goodbye to you too, little guy." And he tickles him under under the chin. You know, for a second I was like, "Wait, is he doing that to the pig or to me?" <laughs> he says, "Do you need some? <laughs> Do you need some little dwarfy friend?" No, I'm all good, but thank you. Okay, I appreciate the offer. Bernard, no. What? Raven? Uh, no. All right. Thanks. All right, so he, he sees you guys off. You head into the street, and now you're standing in the street, and you're feeling pretty darn good about it. I'm going to strike a heroic pose with my hands on my hips, head to the, turn to the side, and looking up at the sky. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you are. All right, so uh, what you won't notice is that they did such a great job talking to all those people and killing some clowns. That they actually leveled up from level two to level three just now, which had some significant ramifications. There's a fair number of additional hit points and spell slots and spell levels that have been added. It turns out that we have learned that our good friend Larn is uh, majoring, Laharn. Laharn is majoring in assassination which I suppose that the guys here don't know. And, and really, I think maybe that's an emergent property um, of his decisions more than like he sent off a registration card right. to Rogue College. Dear Professor Stabby, He's I also... named my pig after you. I would like to assassinate people. He's also minoring in Eastern European politics. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Russian literature. Yes. Those are the main changes that came to you yes mm-hmm. that's large big yes. changes i'm not exactly sure how this happens in fiction warlocks have a sort of weird relationship mentor mentee almost relationship with an otherworldly entity and sometimes that places uh, burdens of responsibility on the warlock and sometimes it offers uh, new opportunities for power or, or other advantages. It turns out when you went from level two to three, the most visible manifestation of this boon with this other being is that you now have a familiar. Right, Bernard? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> does, does he just like pop up? Like, does he just pop into existence? Because he could. Yeah. Well, you know I literally what? think maybe. Um, how about we just say that sort of Bernard's eyes roll up into his head <laughs> and, and uh, 
he he's sort of <laughs> unpresent in in an intellectual capacity in 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 our plane uh there on the street and then when he comes back sort of crawling out from around his back you see a pseudo dragon a pseudo dragon yeah this is true this is true there's a, a pseudo dragon just crawling around on me doing like a figure eight if that makes sense, like up up over his shoulder, then underneath, and then just up over the other shoulder. There. Yeah, I assume looking for treats. How yeah. big is it? They're tiny. What's the dragon's name? We don't know. I think you should name it the Jets, so you can be Benny and the Jets. Uh, I don't. I don't know this. I'm still like what are... I'm a little foggy. <laughs> okay, was, I feel like difficult. it's a gift from your patron. I really. Yeah. Like, he probably spoke into your head, like, here, take this. Yeah, I don't know. I think he sounds just like that, too. I'll have to talk to it. But right now, right now, Benard is just kind of, like, kind of dazed, and there's a dragon running on him. So he's just like, what is going on? <laughs> All right. Just a little bit. And is this, like, in the middle of the day? Like, broad yeah, daylight? Yeah, we, we just walked out into the street, and then I, my, like, I, I think my eyes rolled back in, into my head, and I went, and then... <laughs> Wait, do you... Uh, uh, you okay there, and buddy? And pokes her head out and says... Did you say wah 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 wah? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, no, yeah. she doesn't do that. She doesn't. And then yeah, and then this dragon just starts running around on me. Nice. He's he, he calms down eventually, and just like I think I feel like he's just going to sit on my shoulder. All right. Well, uh, as I think we mentioned just a moment ago, you are standing in the street, which is one of our favorite places to be. We just love standing so in the street, operations. and I kind of want to end the episode. Because we're standing in the street, I just want to end the episode. <laughs> All right, let's end it. Nah, let's give him some let's more. Wrap this Maybe up. we can find another street to stand in. Um, all right, so you're standing in the street. Uh, you've just sort of wrapped up all of the errands that this town has been sending you on, except one, which is... The big one. The big one. Um, so I guess, once again, my question to you is, what would you like to do? I think we should leave town and uh, not complete that part of the quest. There is no, there are no <laughs> limits. That is a choice that is. We've done enough for these people. That's fine. Let's go hunt some movie did, I guess. All right, you want to head straight out? That was very confident. <laughs> At this point, it's several hours into the day. If you want to start, you certainly could. Do you have all of your things with you? We don't have the armor yet. Do we wait for that? No, it's going to take, take him a long time to make. A while to make okay. stuff like that. I got all my stuff because I don't have much stuff anyway. Fair enough. I, I got think, my pig. Yeah. Do you want to bring everything with you? Yeah, I don't have anything to leave behind. Okay. I got a backpack with some stuff and some weapons and a pig. Oh, yeah. Are we I'm coming back? Are we coming back here? or? Yeah, because they got to pay us. Right, right. So, well, we can leave yeah. some of our stuff here. I just need this cool little, this cool little guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's his name? I don't know yet. Why did that sound so creepy? Uh, maybe you should ask him, Bernard. All right, I ask Why are you him. being rude? He's just chilling. That's fine. So, yeah, in his head, I ask her, what's your name? <laughs> I, now, so here's the question is, do we do we want him to have the capacity? Like, we said he can't generate speech, per se. Well, he can Please. telepathically communicate with me. So do we want him to talk? Well, so... I believe he can actually telepathically communicate with anyone within a hundred feet of him. Okay. So he can. You can. You'll be able to hear him in your heads. Okay. I think. I believe. That's he just it. can't I mean, vocally talk. He okay. can't vocally Verbalize. speak. Okay. All right. What color is he? 
Majority black with like red accents. It's a male. Okay. Does it like to eat mice? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> How does it feel about delicious pigs? I think it could eat both of those things, but it won't. I'll tell it <laughs> these are nice. Once pig grows up, then it's a different story. Does it have a breath attack? It No, it has a bite and sting, and both of them are just melee attacks, it looks like. He, he has telepathy, yes? Yes. So he could choose to speak to any number of you. Right. I, I suspect he'd just tell you, since, you know, yeah, getting to know you. Um, <laughs> he says, my name's Gortu. So he can, so the limited telepathy is he can communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images okay. with any creature. But he do can wanna, completely speak to me. Do we want to step it up? For them? I think limited emotions and, and yeah. images for them is but fine. But for you, he's but always me, talking he like Barry White. Okay. Yeah. He says, and you guys can't hear it. Yeah. The name's Gortu. Good to meet you. Oh, nice. <laughs> like that name. <laughs> so that's your voice? Well, is that yours? <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Is, it, is this going to be a problem? <laughs> no, no, we're cool. Don't, don't worry, it. baby. Yeah. He's like, I got enough sexy for the both of us. <laughs> so what's what's going on? Well, we're going to go fight some Mui, Din. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're just, yeah. <laughs> just you, you just came me? right in time. No, we've got two other guys here. Oh, those guys are with you? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's <laughs> rock and roll, baby. <laughs> Say hello to Gore, too. Who? It's my the dragon. Who yeah. else am I talking about? That show up. Just collecting. You don't remember we're walking around. What are I you like, doing? had a seizure in the middle of the street. <laughs> Gortu uses his telepathy to send an image of a little pseudo dragon claw giving a thumbs up <laughs> to Raven and to Larn. And then a little he he gives you a little nod of the hat, even though he's of course not wearing a hat because <laughs> he's a pseudo dragon. Well, I guess uh, grab Gordita and let's go. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Gortu, <laughs> but. That's what I said. Gordita. To keep with tradition, Farmer Hay pops out from uh, <laughs> from around the corner and he says, uh, Hey, guys. <laughs> he says, Hey, uh, you got to check that cough out. Just get over to the Clerics College and see if they can help you with that. Fator, send me over here. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. You know? Fator, yeah, yeah, we got it. Okay. We know him. Yeah, uh, they sent me over here. They said something about your cart is ready. Oh, perfect. Only one cart? Okay, well, yeah. So if you want to go pick that up, they said, now's as good a time as any. Better than later. Yeah, I like this time is good. I All like right, this sounds well good. Right We're now. in the middle of the street anyway. Might as well. Yeah, right. yeah sure. I'm going to go and um, tend the hay. <laughs> it's spring, so I guess maybe just... Fluff it up. Look at it. Wait, yeah, wait for it to turn into hay. It's grass right now, right? You know, there's some real advantages to the lifestyle of a hay farmer. All right, boys, be good. Have a good day. All right. He takes off. I guess we'll go get that cart. I'd appreciate it. I mean, yeah, as well. Where's this cart at? It's over at the Clerics College, which, so you go, you were at Morthul's right now. Yep. So you walk, you go through the uh, square, there's some chalk outline of some clown bodies on the square there. Which Shouldn't are, have messed with us. They're like normal bodies, but with huge feet. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, Just uh, scorch marks everywhere. There you go. 
and you head over to the college and in fact uh, in front of the college there is a uh, cart and a pony harnessed to the cart ready to go and uh Bakjen is there he's uh he's tending to the cart uh, keeping an eye on it and and keeping the uh the pony happy and he says hey guys Get in, kid. We're going to kill Mui Den. <laughs> uh, actually, Fator Galu, it was really clear that I should, in, could, should not go to a second location with you gentlemen. Fair so, enough. That's rude. A little bit. Um, he said something about using me as bait. Oh, yeah. That, true. We would have done that. <laughs> um, so, I'm just going to... You good? You got the cart? Ooh, yeah, okay. I think we got this. We did. Okay, I'm going to go practice my... Where's Grimble? Grimble can drive. Oh, Grimble. Grimble can drive. That's You don't say Grimble can drive. You say Grimble can drive. I thought you were all about Wawa Wawa. <laughs> hey, you got respect. Respect. That's fair. I have no idea what's going on right now. Grimble is a goat cart racer. Wawa Wawa is like the chant no. of a different guy. Yes. He's, I, he's actually, Bach Jen is a fan. I've, oof, that's mm-hmm. a deep cannon. Yeah, Bach Jen... Uh, is a big fan of another racer, and uh, he's the local hero. Uh, and I don't know. We'll see if you guys end up taking in go- a goat kart race at some point. I like hope a, so. Like episode one, where there's just a random pod race. Bach Chen <laughs> is a, a fan of Gavar. That's right. It is spelled Gavar. Oh, did you, write, you wrote that but down? But it's Good pronounced job. Gavar. Right, yeah. You, you look like a uh, a rube if you say Gafar. Yeah, wow, you wrote all that down. I remember that now. He's 13 years old, and he's an orphan yep. receptionist. Yeah, <laughs> a cleric. He's a clerical cleric. Yeah. He's the uh, he's also the sort of the best boy at the orphanage, mm-hmm. so he lives with the, with the clerics and helps them out yep. with things like donkey watching. And you've got a cart, you've got a pony. And, uh, Is there a dog? We can have a show. We haven't seen many dogs. It's because they eat them here. Yeah, they could, and what's wrong with that? Nothing. That's why I was saying they eat them here. We know they eat pigs. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on your society. Like, mm-hmm. Some societies eat all sorts of animals. Bakjen goes into the to the uh, clerical college. Out comes Fator Galu, the, the head of the college, and, and he uh, takes you each by the hand and and sort of uh, grimly shakes your hand and says, Boy, Rob doesn't completely remember how my voice was, but I don't think it was very solid to begin with. That, so, that was actually pretty much it. I think it's yeah. this. I think it's pretty close to this. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the the whole town uh, thanks you, you boys so much. Um, you know, time is very much of the essence. I wanted to come down and, and thank you and offer you this cart it's got enough provisions hopefully to to get you there we've got some some climbing gear because uh the the nearest face of the mountain which as far as we can tell is is where the uh the muiden make their roosts it's rather steep um and here's a map it's basically did, did you come in which gate did you come in it was the west gate okay glad then, you were paying attention you're gonna man. keep going Past the ruins of the old orphanage, you're going to go for about a, a, a day's ride uh, or walk. I mean, the, you know, 
That's just, you know. Yeah, you know yeah, we got it. We got but, We know what you mean. Yeah, you're gonna go for about a day, and there'll be a a branch. You're gonna have to keep an eye out for for the the turn in the road. It's the old road through the forest, and you're gonna turn there, and that's the way to get to the the fastest way to get to the foot of the mountain. No one from the town has has gone down that road for generations, but we do know that if you were going to go there, that's how you'd do it. Okay. I I wrote that down. Okay. The other one, like, the other road looks nicer, so we can distinguish. One goes through the woods. I've given you a map here. One goes to Grandma's house. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, he could do magically for you. Quick heal up? Although I, I mean, think they're all healed. Yeah. Um, blessings? I mean, he'll definitely give you a blessing. Yeah, what? I can't remember what the blessing spell does. The bless uh, spell. Channel divinity, blessed healer, divine strike. Please don't divine strike us. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Here's a, a grievous wound for your <laughs> troubles. Uh, yeah, so he just basically offers you not only his, uh, his thanks and, and uh, wishes for success, but also does, in fact, give you a blessing. <laughs> blessing! <laughs> so it's, it's a little past midday. So we'll get there a little past midnight. If it's... I suspect... Oh, no, we'll get there a little past midday the next day. Yeah. If we just keep walking. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to go if you guys are. Let's do it. I'm ready to go um, because I don't have hit points, so I'm good. (sighs) Um, All right. So, yeah. So you lead your your pony-drawn cart. I assume you pick up. Or do you still have? Are you walking around with your your, uh, black powder (laughs) and saltpeter? Because you just picked you said you have everything that you have. Yeah, so yeah, I would say uh, while one of us drives the cart, the other two should start putting the black powder into the flasks that he provided. I, I like this. And you then walk uh, around with explosives. Yep. <laughs> and then start tying, um, you know, like ripping strips of the burlap bags and putting them in the tops of the, the flasks. So you got to make bombs. You're definitely going to have to camp. Maybe that would be a good activity to do then. Okay. Sounds about I mean, right. Unless you want to do it walking around. Well, I figure one of us is probably on the pony and the other two are in the cart. So we're riding, and then while they're sitting down, they could do it. Unfortunately, the pony's a little small and the cart's a little full. You can do that, but I'm going to make you roll a killing a pony check. <laughs> pony side. Okay, never mind. It's a small pony, and it's a relatively full cart. And if you recall, it's full of things like glass flasks and explosives. True. Uh, alcohol, you actually asked him for oh, a yeah. significant amount of uh, high-proof alcohol. Yes. So are you going to head off on foot back through the west gate? Yep. I like it. I like it. So you head out of the gate, and you're retracing your steps. You um, come to a turn in the road that's very familiar, as it has the the old burned-down ruins of the, the orphanage, which... Uh, as, as we happen to know, is some 60 years it's been laying there. And across the way, you see Farmer Hay's field. You see him sitting in a chair, just sort of looking at the hay, just keeping an eye on the hay. He's farming. And not too far ahead are the trees as the forest begins over there. And 
after you've turned just a couple times in the trees, you've lost sight of the field, you've lost sight of the town and its walls. The road ahead of you, you happen to notice. Uh, here, roll a, I can see the things that are right in front of me check. Okay. Oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I got a 16. 16. One. A one. All right. Uh, apparently, you came down with maybe there was a cloud of dust or something. Your eyes are closed. Eight. An eight. Eight All right. total. Uh, you, you needed to basically get a two or higher to notice that the road is blocked by uh, by three horse uh, three horses with riders on them. And... Um, what do the riders look like? That, a good question. Are they clowns? <laughs> they do are. the horses uh, look they're... edible? <laughs> they they look uh, succulent. They Ooh. look succulent, juicy and stringy. Mm. <laughs> Make a stew. Super gross. Uh, <laughs> so, on the horseback or on the horse's back, there are three persons. Uh, two of them are wearing uh, plate armor. And the third is wearing a fine cloak and gloves with a hood over their head because it's fantasy. And yeah. In fantasy, we wear cloaks over our heads when we're riding horses in the woods. We probably don't want to kill these guys because uh, they'll kill us probably. They're all tall and they're all, from everything you can tell, they're likely human. Uh, the middle rider, the uh, unarmored uh, rider dismounts in one sure motion and upon landing you can tell that it's a woman and she casts off her hood with her left hand as her right hand calms the movement of the ornate sword hanging from her belt on that side with a casual and deft tap uh the sword's handle uh now everyone can tell even you you must have cleared your eyes uh raven <laughs> even you can tell that uh the sword handle uh, has all the telltale signs of an object that has been in frequent use for long years. And uh, once her hood has been removed, you see that her skin is a chestnut brown, and she is lovely to look upon. And if you had to guess, you'd say she's probably in her mid-30s. I want that sword. Let me roll real quick. Okay. Just okay. silent What'd you personal get? check. What a, is it? A five. A five. Okay, he rolled a five. A, a, a five personal check yeah okay <laughs> gave you a moment there uh she steps forward leaving the three horses behind her she takes a step toward you uh, are you just running them down by the way no well i i think we should just kind of roll to a stop okay. yeah, yeah, yeah that's when... probably all right that's These probably guys are light. blocking our path <laughs> should we go around them oh we're going on a movie hunt we're not scared. <laughs> um, all right, so you stop. She takes a step toward you. And as she does so, the other two riders, uh, the armored riders, they pull from the saddles or behind themselves. They, uh, they go from just having about their persons weapons to having in their hands weapons. Okay, so real quick. Yes, yes, yes. I am going to uh, instruct Gortu to... Uh, we're still in the woods, right? This is just like a path. Yeah, these are woods. So, <laughs> right. Okay. So, I don't know if you can see those three over there. Yeah. Can you, like, go up in the trees and just hang out and keep an eye on it? Maybe if, I, if we need to, you know, just kind of. Hey, have wings. We'll yeah. travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and Just uh, hang up in the canopy and yep. keep an eye out and let me know if anything's 
fishy's happening. He says, as you wish. Flies up there. He says, have you seen that movie? <laughs> no. no. We should check what out. What is a movie? Oh, are you interdimensional stuff? <laughs> I'm going to yell out, guys, bandits. Uh, did you actually do that? Yes. Oh, crap. Why would he, why did he do that? Uh, this um, guy, Raven. This guy. Typical learn. The armored figures behind her draw their weapons. The one to her right wields a trident. The one to her left, a battle axe. Their weapons are of similar quality to hers, and even the most casual observation of their bearing leads one to believe deeply that they are quite expert in the use of these weapons. And the woman steps forward and she introduces herself. She says in a voice that Rob hadn't really thought about. <laughs> Greetings. I am the Countess Branwyn Castan of Erevan. You happen to know, she is a, a member of the royal family. She's the ruler of this district and, in fact, of this town. And she's here greeting you. I'm, hello. <laughs> I do like a little, like a Reddit, like a neckbeardy. Milady, I'm. She says, Thank you for the fantasy twirly head nod. Yes, I am Bernard. And then I do a curtsy for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I am a warlock. And, um, and these are my friends. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Raven and in a stage whisper be like, Why is a member of the royal family being a bandit? Aren't they rich? I don't know. Probably causing trouble. Rich people, go figure. She says, I, I know exactly who you are. I am here to offer you three things. One, my thanks. Two, my wishes for your success. And three, some small help. Oh, that last one, what's that last one about? I expected one of those to be to empty our pockets. All right, what's the help going to be like? What you got? <laughs> she says, uh... Fedor Galu has told me that you three brave souls are going to help us with the Muidin problem. I don't know what dangers you're going to face, but I have brought from my personal supply of weapons and artifacts that have been handed down to, in my family for generations. Uh, three objects that I think could be of service. That sounds pretty nice. She unrolls the top of a fallen tree at the side of the road, a leather roll, and she says, The three objects that I have come to give you are this she holds up a leather bracer it has buckles because otherwise it would fall off your arm and not be mm -hmm. super helpful mm -hmm. and it has set in the center there is a metal setting with a fairly large size sort of palm-sized green stone and she says this is the buckler bracer when you wear it and she actually puts it on deftly not the first time she's worn this and she shows you a, a hand movement if you do this your hand um and then you notice as she does this movement a uh, field of energy is projected from it and it makes a small shield um, oh, it's like an energy shield it mm. is it's very much like that in so much as it is it's an energy shield <laughs> and mm, i like that she says this has helped me out of many a jam and it's nice because it doesn't weigh much so it's good you're hauling treasure back. This won't count against your encumbrance much. <laughs> Do you want to check the chart? Let me show you. See <laughs> my uh, strength and that. My anyway. <laughs> and that then, was mighty nice of you. The next thing she pulls out was uh, probably the easiest thing to recognize. Uh, it was what was giving the roll its shape. 
because it turns out it's an axe. It's a it's not a huge axe. It's a hand axe. And she says, this axe was made by craftsmen many generations ago. It's a wonderful axe in any situation, but the balance is incredible. When thrown, it gives you an advantage. I would almost say a statistical advantage. I would almost say it's an advantage that was calculable. We could talk... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so basically, the deal is it does a little better damage than you'd expect. So it's a plus one to damage. So nice. uh, 1d6 plus one. And when thrown, if the attack would miss, you roll a d2. Oh. If you roll a two, then it instead hits. Okay. There are no odd dice in Dungeons and Dragons. These have a D3. Wait, so which die are you going to roll to see if you get a 2? It doesn't matter. It would be odd to no, just divide by 2. It... Yeah, any die is a D2. Coin. Anything is a D2. You but could if use you've got to get a 2. Yeah, on a D2. Have you ever rolled a D3 in a game that only has six-sided dice? No. You need to play more games, man. Because I'm just, just saying, like, if you're rolling a D20 the... and you're trying to get a 2, you've got no, less chances of getting a 2. You're rolling a D2. So a D20. So are you saying, like, 1 to 10 would mm-hmm. be yeah. 1? Sure. And yeah. then, okay, that's what I needed to know. Because yeah. I was like, uh... We'll have, to, we'll have to have you play some games. I have never played games before. <laughs> Interesting fact. Fun fact about Marty. So, yeah. I'm so, so serious. You know, if you roll to hit when you're throwing it and you miss you have a 50-50 chance of converting that to a hit because okay. this is so well-balanced. Well, oh, Ben, I think you should take that because you're, you know, you're the axe master, yeah. always throwing axes around. That's what I was thinking. Hitting people with your battle axe. I'm and... known for my axe play. Ben, here's, here's <laughs> in his mind, up from up in a tree. I suspect that this is a joke. It's a joke, yeah. He's an axe man. Uh-huh. And, and uh, the countess says, how you... How you choose to distribute these is I will leave up to you. Um, here is the final, the uh, the final gift that I send uh, with you, and <laughs> she holds out a piece of red string. <laughs> it's about mm, five inches long. Oh, good! May I needed to mend my cloak. May this help you on your way, she says. Uh, actually, this is a very special item. Uh, when you tie this string around your finger, if you choose to, um, when you tie it around your finger, you can, if you whisper the incantation to a spell as you do so, that spell will be remembered by the string. And you can untie it and it will allow you to have that spell prepared in the string as opposed to in your uh, your mind. You can use that once per day. Nice. I've always wanted one of those. I think I'll take that. <laughs> the guy with no spell. I'm going to cast punch your face. <laughs> untie. So you tie, so basically you uh, you assign a spell as you're tie, tying it to your finger. Yeah. And when you untie it, you can use that spell. So it gives uh, once per day an option to cast a spell that you didn't have ready. So if there's a spell that you're kind of on the fence about, you can uh, you can have that ready. You can cast Magic Missile into the darkness a second time. <laughs> Show that darkness what for. So she hands those those three objects to uh, to you, uh, and I don't I don't know which one of you took what. 
you can talk about that in a second because as she does so she says i also bring you a warning the warning is that in my solar in the tower of my keep i use a spyglass to keep watch and i've been looking at the mountain uh, and i just want to warn you uh, that for the last several months i've seen green purple and even black light shining at the base of the mountain I sent a, a party of city guards into the woods to investigate the base of the mountain, and they never returned. I was unwilling to force any more guards to go on a mission that uh, promised anonymous death and would only serve to weaken the number of my guards and their morale. I don't know what's going on there, but... <laughs> We've got that handled. Doesn't sound great. Uh, so uh, something that you can tell from pretty casual observation is that her keep in the town is, it's the oldest structure in the town, and the tower of that is the tallest structure in the town. It's uh, easily over 100 feet tall. And she's saying that she keeps a, a watch from up there at times, and in, in the evenings she has seen green, purple, and even black light shining from the foot of the mountain. Sounds like a rave. <laughs> As she also said, she has sent guards into the woods, and unfortunately, they did not return, and she finds herself unwilling to weaken the, the guards' number and morale just to send them off to an anonymous death. Okay. So we're... Uh, wow, this is heavy. Uh, <laughs> do just you, a little uh, bit. Do you yeah. ever have any catapults or trebuchets? <laughs> And lots of oil. <laughs> um, she uh, turns behind her and uh, says, Arwen, uh, Tarion, uh, do you happen to have any war machines? And uh, both of the women behind her say no. Mm. Oh, That's okay, I guess. All right, well, what? we'll have to do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yes, thank but, you. Uh... I'm going to put this string to a lot of use. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be the best string ever. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) She uh, just really casually jumps onto the back of the horse. Uh, That was pretty casual. Like, it it was no effort, and it was done in a deft motion. Once again, she does a lot of things deftly. All right, so I guess we're going to keep going. Uh, Who wants – we know you're getting the axe. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Okay. Between (laughs) – No, actually, that's – Who wants this shield? Uh, The shield versus the string. That's the real question. What do you feel like? How much... What is the AC on, like, what do I get out of that shield if I take the shield? Plus one. Plus one to AC? Yeah. Okay. All right. I probably need that more than spells. Probably. Do you want the... You can take the string, or do you want... I could take either. Okay. You have good AC, though, right? Like, what's your AC at? Well, I'm also getting that um, that altar turned into a shield also. Oh, so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the shield. Okay. All right. So you take the string. So Raven takes the string. Yep. Bernard takes the the bracer. Yep. And Larn takes the hand the, axe. The axe. All right. Awesome. Do remember to mark those down as I don't plan to. Yeah, I'm looking at the damage for the hand axe right now. Oh, I can tell you. it's the This particular hand axe is 1d6 plus 1. So is there a technical name to this? 
String. The string of remembrance. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, I think between the two of us, we've come up with a name. I mean, it just makes sense, too, if you, like, have to tie it around your finger. <laughs> yeah. I remember. So the Countess, who has taken back to horseback, she bids you farewell, and the two women riding along with her nod as they head back. They've sheathed their weapons, and they go on their way back to town. All right. Which makes sense, since she's the ruler of town. All right, now, uh, somebody try to punch me real quick. Let's do this. Lauren, use your axe on them. No, not the axe. That's a (laughs) nice axe. Then my... Might not be a good idea. Uh, all right, I'll I'll try and hit him. All right, I'm gonna do the hand thing real quick. Right yeah. before, let me roll for what, that. Let uh, me see here, if I do it well. What's the hand movement? Oh God. Uh... <laughs> it should be the Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like uh, hang ten, hang loose, hang loose. You're like, I got a phone call. Shit, bra. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I do the hang loose like right before Devil I want to roll, and then the shield just yeah. I, I rolled a 16 for, like, doing it good timing on that. <laughs> I rolled a 2, so I missed it. So anyway. he misses the shield. Oh, man, it totally works. Man, this shield is great. <laughs> Close. All right, so, All right, so actually. Now, now let me do Bernie hands on it. <laughs> no, no, we're good. I think you should try the throwing axe. Let's see this. Not on All me. All right, I'm going to swing it at Ben. No. <laughs> throw it. I'm going to throw it at a tree. Okay. All right, I got a 19 Ooh. plus 6 is a 25. All right, well, that'd be a hit. Roll damage for the tree. So if it had been a miss, though, you could roll that die again, and that would have been a solid <laughs> Okay, I miss. just missed with a 1. Yeah, so. But and that... then you hit. <laughs> and then I wow. hit with a 20. So see, look, it's Wow, great. how did I manage to get a 1 and then a 20? Like, mm. that's crazy. So. Well, now I'm not going to get either. Do you? Keep moving. Yeah, and we're gonna have to rest here in a second anyway, and put stuff in stuff, <laughs> or things and stuff. Yeah, stuff and things, and things and things. Mm-hmm. All right, how do you want to work that? Do you want to stay here where you just were meeting with the countess, or do you want to press on? Where do Let's, you want to camp? We definitely gotta. Let's keep get those moving. Flasks together, but we probably should keep moving as fast as we can for now to get, buy ourselves some time. So in terms of, like, the terrain, we're Is going to the ed- the base of a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And the base of the mountain apparently has, like, weird lights coming out from it. Some some nights, yeah. And uh, so do the, do the woods go directly up to the base of a mountain, or is there a uh, clearing before that? As far as you can tell, I mean... They just go you, straight there? Yeah. Okay. Once again, that is... And that's far. No one in memory has right, spent right, right. any time in that area. And the base of the mountain itself is a full day away, right? Okay. Yeah. So this mountain, I don't know how familiar you are with like a Mount Rainier or a Mount Fuji. They're tall mountains, and you can see them Yeah. just all over the darn place. So it's rising up out of the woods, okay. and you can see it. I mean... But it, it's going to take a while to get to. Right. And, and right now you're on a, a road that's fairly well worn. But there's reason to believe that a disused side road off of this that, that leads toward it could be uh, slower going. Shame you didn't chat more with the Countess. I bet you could have gotten some horses out of her. Mm. We're just losing all kinds of we stuff. We don't uh, a gift horse in the mouth. We're not like, well, this is nice, but uh, can you give us more? Which actually, well, I you guess kind of did. <laughs> that's like, actually, that seems like exactly who you are. Do you have things to destroy this mountain? 
<laughs> I just wanted something to be able to launch a ton of oil up onto their nesting area really fast, and then we could just light it on fire and walk away. Fair enough. That's why I had the bombs made. All right. Gortu returns down to you from the trees, and you guys press on, and we'll say... You have an uneventful, you know, you might pass a couple people transporting their wares or foods or selves uh, along the path, but uh, without any incident. And you come to the split in the road, which is barely detectable uh, at this point. It is clearly not traveled. And if you didn't have the uh, map and the awareness, actually, you just passed it a couple days ago and you didn't notice it at all, but you recognize that it's there. All right. We got to go in there, right? This doesn't that that so. great. It's getting it's getting near. Should we just camp right outside this? Yeah, maybe we should camp here so then okay. we can make a fresh start. And... Yeah, it's fine. It's All right. probably safer. So you camp without incident at the roadside. You said you're going to do what with the flasks and the powder? I'm going to put the, the gunpowder into the flasks, and then I'm going to take the burlap bags and rip them into strips and put those into the tops of the flasks. Okay. And then soak the tops in the alcohol. Okay. I assume maybe not soak the tops yet. Yeah. I mean, not until we're going to use them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyone else want to do anything? Yeah, Do yeah, you yeah. want to do anything with the string? Yeah. What, um, what, what were we calling the string? The, the string, string of, of remembrance. remembrance. So basically it can hold one spell? It still would use a spell slot, but it allows you to have an other one spell extra ready. One extra prepared. Prepared to use one time. Yeah. But you need to have a spell slot available for that still. And it has to be one that you have access to. So it can't be like a 12th level sorcery spell, but it could be any first or second level cleric spell. It's going to hold spiritual weapon. Nice. And I am going to spend all night practicing with Gortu on these moves. So these little, these flasks, are they, do they fit in your hand? Yeah, they're just, we, like we're just can... making little Molotov cocktails. Okay. So but I'm they've gonna... got gunpowder, so they'll have big explosions too. So I'm going to pick up a bunch of rocks that are about the right weight. And I'm going to practice just like tossing them up in the air and having Gortu do like a flyby and grab it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just like we're practicing like a cool little oh, army, mo- like a little. Yeah. You don't even have to you know? climb the mountain now because he can We can fly. do some cool stuff. <laughs> we and can then... just hand him bombs and go, all right, take these up there and then just breathe fire on them. Come... Wait, does he have no. a breath weapon? Mm-mm. No. He says, you know, uh. If there were any other pseudo-dragons around here, I'd be really embarrassed about this. But can I tell you something? What's that? This fetch stuff is pretty fun. It's real fun, right? It's fun. It looks awesome. Stop Look at that fetch happen. They're <laughs> freaking out. They're, they love this right now. <laughs> uh, and then also there's a, th- another one is, um, so we're doing that. We're doing the, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also a we're, like, practicing drills on him coming back to me and me like putting a shield up and him just like laying on my arm when the shield goes up. Nice. So that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. We're bonding right now. Nice. Me and Gortu are bonding. Nice. That's how you pass the evening. Uh, the, the food that was sent uh, with you is of above average quality and the night passes without incident. I'm going to feed Lord Winstonley to, no, I'm just going to feed him. Bear? <laughs> no, I'm just going to feed him some food. Oh, oh I got to okay, keep okay, plumping okay. him up. He's got to get bigger so I can eventually, you know, have him as a mount. Nice. Right. All right. This is my favorite thing to say. And actually, you know what? You know what I'm going to say, guys? 
You know where you are? We're kind of in the middle of a road. You know what that means, everybody? That's the end That's of the episode. That's the end of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tune in next time to see what happens when they go down a different road. <laughs> the episode ends. Please do subscribe, rate, and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Now enjoy a taste of what's coming up to tide you over until next time. Thanks again for listening. All right, so you sit at the bar next to the half-orc woman, and Arlis uh, offers you a drink. Have you met Bennard? Hello. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Rob. We're the hosts of the Rattlebox Games podcast, a bi-weekly romp through the fertile fields of the world of tabletop games. Give us a listen. It's always a critical hit. Brought to you by Rattlebox Games.